You going Joe Biden on us? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I good don't. For everyone, I don't have any energy to talk. I'm on this juice diet. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the third day of a five day juice cleanse. What's the name of this green one that I can't read? Healing greens. Healing greens. Gut healing. Oh. Apple, cucumber, lemon, parsley, spinach, ginger, and probiotics. This one is the magic butterfly. Butterfly pea flower. Butterfly pea flower. Butterfly pea flower. I guess they give them to urinate into a flower. Lemon, agave nectar, and probiotics. So I think it's a lot to do with my... Just wanting to clean it up a little bit after duck season. Debauchery. Like, it's all debauchery. Oh, yeah. Like we talked about last time, isn't it? It's huge. Did you go out and have the big... Irish celebration of St. Patrick's Day that you got us forewarned with. You're like, oh, we're going out. We're doing car bombs, bro. We're doing, uh, 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 what are they, Guinnesses and green, green beers. beers. We're doing it all, man. I did a lot of that stuff, but it. Uh, I think I was home by like 930. 9.30? 9.30 quite in the morning, the next morning? No, in the night. Pretty pretty tuned up on Guinness. Nine thirty uh, p.m. You got home and you were that fired up. Yeah, but I started at four, so five and a half hours. That's not bad. Felt like complete dump the next day. Why? I I've just I get hung over now. I know you you don't feel that pain. Jack probably doesn't either, but I do. Do you drink a lot of water with it? Like, look at this. Have you gotten one of these yet? Let's do an endorsement for somebody that doesn't even endorse us. I do have one of those. These are the bomb. You, you follow me? Like, this takes, you put water in there. Hey, will you go on uh, Google and find out how much a soda stream cost? This thing right here, you just put it in there, hit the button, little CO2 in there, add a little bit of the bubbly flavor. I do cherry or strawberry or pineapple, and bam, you got that many liters. Is it for a cop? Is it uh, large is, pharma? Is it for a large pharma? <laughs> I'm seeing anywhere from a hundred bucks to one twenty. I got one after I saw your. Uh... Does that microphone work? Yeah. Oh, he just pulled it in there like he knew what he was doing. I'm like, I wonder if he even checked Whoa, in on this. Did you turn that on. <laughs> so I got one after I saw there. yours with that bubbly flavoring because I drink a lot of those bubbly waters. Aren't they the bomb? That's all I drink anymore. Do you only drink bubby, bubbly, bubbly? And, and regular water. Do you drink the Ahas at all? Have you had the Ahas? They got some good flavors, too. They're called the, Aha. The newest one out is Jelly Belly. And they have a vanilla one that tastes exactly like cream soda. No sugar, no calories, no nothing. They have an orange-flavored one that tastes just like a orange uh, vanilla-like popsicle, but not so sweet. They had a couple other flavors. Wait, the, the, the brand is Aha? No, or Jelly Belly. That's the name of this water. Yeah. And so these are the, the Jelly Belly. Like the candy. The but candy. They have a what are they water. called? Those beans? Jelly beans? Jelly beans, yeah. So the Jelly Bean Company is making water now. Yep. And it's good, dude. Ooh, we Spin gotta, Drift is my favorite. We got to get into about. this. Spin Drift. And I drank, I was drinking pretty much only the Spin Drifts for the longest time till I saw these. Uh, uh, Jelly Belly ones, and the, I'm telling you, the vanilla one is tastes exactly like cream soda, except not as sweet, you know, but really good. Um, I'm a bubbly water connoisseur, dude. 
Um, I don't know if I'm a connoisseur of it, but I do love the cherry ones. I like the cherry one too. What'd you say your favorite was? Spindrift. Well, it was. Now it's Jelly Belly. Spindrift is another company, though. Yeah. But what's your favorite flavor? Bubbly. Oh, man, I like that vanilla one that I was just talking about. But probably was it, like black cherry or. Oh wait, the vanilla one is not bubbly. No, it's. I mean, the... it's bubbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not what bubbly. The brand Jelly Belly, the brand. Okay, you're confusing the shit out of me. So the the one that you like a lot that's vanilla is made by Jelly Belly. Yes. What's your favorite bubbly? Oh, cherry. Cherry. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I call those. So I call all, all of them bubbly. Okay, yeah. that's where we're going yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cherry. Um, so, the but the the. The Jelly Belly one has that's got my interest. I love the bubbly ones, but this Soda Stream deal, look how much you get in there. This is just tap water out of the refrigerator, purified water, CO two popping. And then you, you are gonna. How much did you say they were, Jacko? Top the basic ones are like a hundred, hundred and twenty, and then the super nice ones can be like one seventy, two hundred. Those are that's pretty expensive, but if you break it down with how many bubblies you're buying, that's you know that's where the payout's gonna be, and you can get unbelievable mixers for cocktails out of these right you follow me which you don't even need right you just keep pumping that into regular soda water for pretty much all of them do they got ginger ale i've never seen it if they do i don't know but just i mean it's just club soda when i bartend we go through club soda what's in club soda? three to one it's just water and carbonation 100 percent. pretty sure will you see what's in club soda jack that's a good question because if that's the case, you know, for summer parties, we go through that stuff by the oh, gallons. But it takes three seconds to make a new one, dude. They right? need to make bigger bottles. They have some bigger ones, don't they? They have a two-liter one, I think. How many of those bottles do you have? I have two. I think I have like 15 if you want one. Are you serious? Yeah. How'd you get them all? Your brother gave them to me. When? Like two weeks ago. No, Clint? maybe three weeks ago, yeah. He didn't want them? No, and I saw you had that bubbly mixture on your counter a couple weeks ago, so I was already kind of like, man, I want to look into those because I buy. No joke, there's four four. Uh, it's so funny there are eight packs. I don't know why, but four eight packs in my fridge right now, and probably two more in the garage that aren't in the fridge yet. Does that keep you off of caffeine sodas? Well, how do you get your caffeine? Yeah, I don't drink soda. Uh, coffee. Do you drink coffee every morning? Yeah. I haven't been. Is it unmanly to put anything in coffee? During the holidays, man, I put that the peppermint mocha and the pumpkin spice. I'm not going to lie to everybody out there, but for the rest of the year, I don't. But it's I just really pure like black. The, do you the, enjoy black coffee? I, I do. I don't like all the stuff in it because you take a zero-calorie drink. Not that I'm like the healthiest dude, but I'd rather have a beer than a, I know a, you a caramel macchiato or something like that. And they're, Oh, yeah, those are terrible. Right, so I just don't put anything in mine. It feels weird when it even touches your lips when you get that kind of stuff. Right. Now, I do like a Starbucks skinny vanilla cold brew for the ultimate caffeine. If you need the big It's rip. like the highest caffeine in the store. If you're going to shop, if you're going to go to Starbucks or have somebody get you one, that's what I get. I like the, uh, uh, it's a, it's a seasonal mocha that they make is really good. Same time like holidays, but it's like a peppermint one. It's f I could drink 50 of them. I just have to not. I would be caffeine cranked out of my mind. A I clubs, used to. Oh, keep going. Go ahead. Club a soda. Club soda is carbonated water that has additional minerals like disodium phosphate, potassium sulfate, sodium bicarbonate, or sodium chloride. 
So it's just CO2 being pumped into it. Yeah. I didn't know if they put any sugar in it or not. I, I'm saying they don't. No, that's all. Yeah, that one's zero. Does tonic water have sugar in tonic it? Tonic has flavoring. calories and flavoring and stuff, yeah. What's in tonic, Jack? The breaking down episode I wanted to do today, I was thinking about it. It's going to sound weird when I say it, so prepare yourself. I'm sitting. But what is the correct way for a man to take a shower? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I have the exact same routine every time. This is what my point is, is that I have the exact same routine every time. And it's like, these guys will go into the shower and be in there for 15 minutes. And I'm like, that ain't a shower. There's some extracurricular shit going on in the shower. Because if you're a man, you ain't in that shower for 15 minutes. It's, I'm, at, I'm in and out. Oh, dude. I, I, had a, I had an appointment this morning at 7. I woke up at 6.15. Got right in the shower. Got dressed. And was like 10 minutes early, you know, after a probably a 10-minute drive. I, I maybe took a three-minute shower this morning. That's all it needs. Yeah. But the proper way to do it is like the most time you spend in the shower is your armpits and your undercarriage, right? Right. Right. The, there's, got, there's no way that this takes more than five minutes. If I'm hung over, I'll stand there for a little bit. When I was a kid, all I would hear is this. That was dad saying, that's fucking enough hot water. Oh, yeah. Get off the hot water. Get out of the shower. So I was like, I was raised and conditioned not to take long showers. Well, you're lucky because you were the oldest, dude. See, I didn't need the knock on the door. We just ran out of hot water by the time I took a shower. So, so you were in and out you, quick. You had, you had to get it. You got uh, used to cold showers. Yeah. They say you should take cold showers. I do every day. Do you really? It, you, you should at least mix half of your shower with ice cold water. You go first cold or second cold? If, a real, if, you're, if I'm being honest... And without trying to brag, I go first because that's the real man. I would have thought the other way. No, because your body's already conditioned to all the warmth. I yeah, it literally then it you li get out, you're freezing. Most of the times, I barely even get it to lukewarm. I honestly feel I, I don't know if the, today's breaking the down episode has to be all about showers, but I'm talking about like this routine that we have of having the best day. You know, like a hangover is the worst thing in the world. I don't get hangovers. You know, I don't like, I don't, I don't get like that. Oh man, I'm down feeling, but I also, but I, I will stay up too late with my wheels turning and then not get enough sleep and sleep deprivation is key to, you know, like my downfall. Yeah. Like I do not have good days if I'm exhausted and you keep going and then it just counters and just adds up and compiles and snowballs on top of it. But Cold showers, they make your day. Like, if you have the worst night's sleep, a five-minute cold shower and be able to adhere it. Like, a three-minute cryotherapy. Have you ever done cryo? No. It's like negative 240 or something, negative 270. i seen Joe Rogan doing it. I do it all the time when I go down to Hendo's. It's terrible. It's unreal good for you. It, I, I, they say it is for sure. It's hard to endure, though. But what's so harder than that is... you cold first. Yeah, you have you to. You hop right in. You, you, you put the lever all the way to cold. You just stand there. You, you wear it. <laughs> Otherwise... Why you cold at all? Your body's already warmed up from all the hot water. I don't. I thought they. I, the thing that I just saw why I brought it up is it said like two or three minutes of a cold shower lowers your heart rate throughout the day, and I didn't know if that meant you should do it at the end, like because you've been hot and you're showered and all that stuff, and then you hit yourself with a cold, and then you just get out and dry off. I think they're saying just cold and get out. Huh. Or did they say mix it with warm? I didn't read. I didn't read the whole thing, so I don't know. I'd have to do. It. I could never shower a whole shower cold. You do? Oh yeah. Like you'll soap up and do the whole thing cold. Yeah. Oh my god. Because it's like it's kind of like that threshold. 
how the, much pain you it's can like, take. Yeah, it's like cryo. Or it's like yourself. getting into an ice bath, which is the hardest out of all of them. You get like a bum foot and you got a five-gallon bucket and you fill it with ice, with a water, with ice water, and you get it as ice cold as you can get it, right? And you put your foot down in there. Very few people can leave their foot in there without pulling it out. Huh. Very few. I'm telling you, when I broke my toe last year, rebroke it, my big toe on my right foot, it's healing up pretty good now, now that I get the shots in it. But I was in Georgia turkey hunting, wearing boots, walking, you know, and just killing my toe, then coming home and doing ice baths. Dude, I could, it's took everything in my power to keep my foot in there. Did it make it feel better? Oh, yeah, it numbs it. It takes away a pain in the heartbeat, but it's hard to leave it in there because the rest of your foot that's not swollen and heated like Pans that broken toe, yeah, it's like being on broken glass. It hurts so bad. I'll try a cold. I think these tomorrow. things. I think that I guess the mis- the message I'm trying to say today is the reason I brought up the shower and the routine is: Do you have a routine that tests your limits, or tries to get you past the threshold, or is it just comfort? Do we just want to stay in a comfort zone all the time? Do you ever go outside in barefoot and and underwear? in your backyard and just sit there and let the cold hit you at night. Like when it's like negative, you know, like not negative, but below freezing, like 25 degrees. And you just stand there as long as you can with your bare feet on that cold ass concrete. I do that all the time. Do you really? Yeah. I try to do it every day, like in the winter time or duck camp or whatever, try to go out and get that feeling of your, because you like feel like you're becoming closer. I don't know if it's to the earth or what, when your feet are gravitating towards it. They say that too. You're like radiating into the earth when you're not comfortable. Right. The cold showers, the ice baths, um, just any threshold. And my point is, is like, what do you do as a man to keep the pressure on? Because he made fun of me today or yesterday. We went out to the duck club. Can you hear me, Jack? Yes. When I asked you what you do to keep the pressure on yourself and then you made fun of me yesterday to Tom. He's like, what do you do to keep the pressure on yourself, Tom? Because that's what we've been asked. <laughs> and Tom, of course, had a smart ass stoner answer. But I think it's important. Do you do it? And how many of us really do it to where every day you try to do something like this whole juice thing I'm doing five days. You cannot chew food. I chewed a piece of sugarless gum yesterday. Now they say, if you can't take it in the instructions, it says wrap a half of avocado with lettuce and you get that, or you get a handful, a half handful of almonds. I can't eat almonds. I haven't touched food. Jen's like, are you promising me today? She's like, do you promise me you have not even taken a piece of salami? I said, Jen, I swear on my dad's grave. I have not chewed food. I haven't had any starch since December 11th. I mean, I'm sorry, that's a lie. Since March 11th, since snow goose season. Haven't taken one bite of starch. No bread, no tortilla, no chip, nothing. I've had carbs through vegetables, and I've had sugar in some cocktails. But this, this thing right here, this juice diet, is more so to see if I could do it. Like put myself, keep pressure on myself. Cause you made a comment last podcast that we just released on are Americans obese and overweight. <clears throat> you made a comment of like, why, why do it? Why do what Bubba did? Well, how do we know Bubba's not trying to, he's trying to win money, but there's ways that you can keep pressure on yourself. How do you do so in your opinion? I do it different ways. You know, I mean, I, I definitely like don't turn the air conditioner on. Like, a lot of the comforts of the world, like, I push back. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, I drive my truck with just the windows down, you know, till it's so freaking hot. You know, you're sweating down your back and 
you know, you can't be walking around work with a big sweat stain on your back. So, you know, but I don't jump in my truck and crank the AC as high as it goes. And same in the wintertime. I don't jump in and put the heat all the way on. And I don't wear big coats. You know, like I try to keep like, like that kind of, I don't want to be too comfortable. You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah. I, I am comfortable, like, you know, obviously in life. It's, I'm not living like a caveman. But I do do those little things. It's funny you say that, you know. I, I purposely be colder than I need to be or hotter than I need to be. Or, you know, if I have a headache, I tough it out without taking Advil. You know, I, I do all that kind of stuff for sure. So do you ever do thresholds, though? Like, like that threshold of getting over the heat, though. You're saying that you end up turning the air conditioner on anyway but you do it as long as you can take it kind of deal till it's like i said like you don't want to be sweating all over yourself and then trying to go work you know so but a lot of people jump right in their car and the first thing they do is you know max ac and the seat coolers on and freaking you know they don't want to feel one bit of uncomfortableness and i get that too you know but yeah i always try to try to feel uncomfortable in that way yeah i think that i guess comfort level is part of it but i'm i'm wondering like are we supposed to take ourselves out of our comfort level more? And some people do it in weird ways that are almost, that almost get to the brink of danger. And I don't want to be a daredevil. I, I, I cherish life and like, like I don't want to put a wingsuit on and be like, I want to get out of my comfort zone and go be this adrenaline junkie and jump off this cliff with yeah. a wingsuit on. I think that you're, that's just a, it's not when you're going to die. It's not if you're going to die, it's when, right? Right. You're going to die in those things. So sooner or later respect for life. And that it's such a short journey here. Some people that are in those wingsuits are like, this is who I am. I'm an adrenaline junkie. This is what I'm going to do. Well, I'm like, I love adrenaline, but I don't even like going fast in a car. Like I don't even like going hundred miles an hour in a car. I think like, why? Like, what is the reason for it? Like the, the thresholds that I'm trying to get over are more like, I want to be able to do what you're saying. Like take on the heat, take on the cold, take, take on a juice diet and not always be a glutton. Like, can I get out of that glutton phase and really dedicate myself to and challenge myself to not have a bite of food for five days? That's hard. And in, in the life that we live, it's hard because we celebrate around food. We socialize around food. It's almost like going 30 days. Like we talked about, like I did last year without drinking. Right. Um, I feel like you miss out on so much cool stuff. Like, and it sucks. But that cool stuff is our comfort zone. Yeah. But it's also your memories and your, you know, it's your life, right? Like, like you said, you know, if, if tomorrow, whoever, you know, Ted Nugent said, Hey, I stopped over in Reno. Uh, let's meet for sushi. You're going to make a decision at that point, go in there and say, well, I'm on a juice diet, but I'll sit here and talk to you and have one of my juices. Or are you going to, throw down a bunch of sushi with ted nugent you know what i mean it's like it's a great question i hate to miss out on those even even not even doesn't have to be a famous person you know lauren could call you tomorrow and say hey chad I, let's I, meet for lunch i faced it three times this week sure yeah where people i haven't seen forever asked me to go to lunch and i said no to all of them now i'm not saying that i would do that every time but on these days i was able to reschedule it yeah. but if it was something to where like nugent or somebody just dropped into town a friend leith lawton came through or drake or somebody was just hey i'm in town i want to go eat sushi you you know you're probably gonna know they're gonna be here, so you're gonna have time to do your 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 little juice deal on a different week. But yeah, I mean it'd be hard to say, <clears throat> no, I'm on a juice diet. I got to stay dedicated to it. Yeah, Bubba did it. 
But, it's funny because I asked him about what he ate, and it. Yeah, it, I mean, he different. ate fine. He's eating fine. Yeah. He just wasn't drinking. Right. He wasn't doing any partying or celebrating or any of that kind of stuff. But when you take a advantage of the W, uh, it's easier not to drink. Also, true. Which I don't. You know, so like, I would probably have to. Or that's you know. I honestly think that that's the worst drug in the world. I do. I'm not kidding. Like I, the more I'm around people that do it a lot, I honestly feel like they're literally getting dumber. I hope people don't get mad at me for saying that, but I've been around enough people lately to where I'm like, you can't be that forgetful. You can't. You can't keep making these mistakes. I honestly think that 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 leads to the, your inability to freaking think. Now I'm not saying that being ha- hammered on alcohol it doesn't. But a couple social beers, I don't think does what that stuff does well, to you. Well, you might be running into people that are physically high all the time because when you get into it, as you know, some people do, that, that that's the first thing they do is wake up in the morning and get stoned. what I'm talking about. That's not smart. No. You can't no, operate no, like that's that. That's like you said. If you got up every morning and drank five beers and then you know went and tried to do your job, yeah, of course you're not going to. No. Oh, of course. But I'm just saying like that, that they say that they can do it. They can wake no. up, smoke a bowl, and then go to work. And I'm like, no, you can't. No, no, you can't. It's, not it, in, not in perform at the highest level no, no. of whatever your highest level is or might be. Yeah, no, I agree. It is a very. I'm not going to say accepted, like. Well, it is accepted. It's I mean, it is accepted, but but it's not. I had a you know I had a guy worked for me a long time ago. He got caught sparking up a joint at work, and you know we're in Nevada where weed is legal. But you know, I had to I had to terminate him, and he's like, "But it's legal." And I said, "Yeah, but you wouldn't be taking shots at work, you know the same the same respect." It's legal to smoke weed at his work? No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. He thought it was oh, because thought it's it was. legal in in Nevada. Yeah, can't and I'm go like, to work dude, high. You, you can't you can't smoke you know weed at work. You can't drink at work. You can't do any of that stuff. You can't operate a motor vehicle. It's not just because it's accepted doesn't mean it's right and or. Like you said, you can function at your, you know, highest abilities. And I've had, I have friends that are, they've been doing it for so long, they can't not do it. They're as addicted to it as anything else. The symptoms might not be as harsh. You know, they're not like a heroin addict who, if they don't get it, they're throwing up and all that. But they feel like shit. They can't function with or without it, you know, without getting off of it and staying off of it. It's it's like every other drug for sure. I think it's addictive as hell. Oh, it is 100%. So, I mean, I think it it's been so socially accepted and people it's, you know, it's it, it is used as a medicine in a lot of ways, but so was alcohol and so was cocaine and all sorts of other things, but like you're not going to work stoned and performing the way that you should. And if your back hurts so bad or whatever ails you so bad that you think, you know, the the a drug is the only way you can do it. I mean, you can make the same argument for pain pills. You can't take. I mean, people do it. You're not supposed to take pain pills and operate heavy machinery or drive or, and you're probably not performing other work duties to the highest level either when you're on those. You know, you got to get. It's a it, it's a that's an onion to unravel. But you have to you have to get yourself fixed and be off of all drugs to actually perform the way you're talking about. There's no and it's. It's a lot like caffeine, right? If you make me get up at six o'clock and and go right to work, and you don't let me have a cup of coffee first, I don't perform the way that I do when I have caffeine in me. It's a stimulant, just like everything else, dude. Get you going, get your brain 
firing all the way, you know, maybe for the wrong reasons, but it does. Um, going back to, I don't want to go down this road of pot today. We'll do it another day. But going back to the thre- the thresholds and the comfort, you love the outdoors. You love going camping. Why You have a nice house. You live within miles of the wilderness. Bears, mountain lions. Old Jacko here the other day put on a backpack and went up on, on, a, on a trail that I know very well and said, I'm just going to camp out for the night. I said, you got a gun with you? He said, what do you mean? I go, there's a lot of mountain lions up there. I'd make sure you have a – I'd for sure have at least a handgun with me. Right. If I'm going up there camping by myself, I ain't getting eaten by a cougar. And they come down that low regularly. So he gets up there, take a piss at 4 in the morning, scared shitless. Well, this boogeyman's lurking somewhere, right? Yeah. No gun. <laughs> he went and did that, though. He left his comfort zone here in his place here, his job, put a backpack on, went out and put a bedroll out. No, did you have a tent? Yeah. Had a tent, put a bedroll in the tent, and slept by himself up on a mountain. You don't do that. Now, my question to you is why, as much as you love the outdoors, why don't you just grab a, a 40 and walk up? the trail and throw down a, a bedroll maybe a cot if you got that kind of cot and that kind of strength to walk well why don't you ever do it i don't i i would never spend a whole night out by myself i don't we talk about this in other aspects too man like i don't want to go deer hunting by myself i don't want to go elk hunting by myself like i enjoy you know talking to people and interacting and and things like that as much or more than i like hunting like to me to to just walk up a I've, I hear tons of guys do it. You know, just nothing but a sandwich and a sleeping bag and slept on the mountain with the elk and then got up in the morning and killed one. Like, that's great. I have the utmost respect for it, but I just, I don't have the desire to just sit by myself in the dark around a campfire. You know, I can do it. You know, I, I've camped many nights out in the winter, the summer, the spring, all the time, but I, you know, I want to do it with people around. I want to, you know, enjoy. <coughs> the social aspect of it as much as anything else but i can do it you know i just that sounds terrible to me jack but it it actually kind of does it's actually kind of like if you're trying to become what did it do for you jack i don't know i just felt like i was in this room for three straight weeks working nonstop, and usually what i like to do in my free time is hike and backpack so thought i needed to get out there and just go camping Get away from everyone for a night and come back to it. Yeah. It's a little refresh. Did it work? Yeah, it works. What did you do Can't the whole time you were up every there? Every single night. What did you do? What did I do? Let me ask you this. I didn't, I were felt, you on your phone a bunch? No, I didn't have service out there. I like maybe I had to walk for three and a half, four hours, and maybe two hours in, I lost service. So then I pitched a tent before sunset. And then I see that right there. I'm not cutting you off, but that right there is like you need a gun with you. Yeah, you walked from here to where you stayed, or you drove somewhere first. Well, I drove to the trailhead. I drove to the trailhead. I didn't walk from here. I'm not that psycho. But I mean, you could walk right from his house and go camp up on the mountain. Yeah, you could basically do that. There ain't no water, (laughs) right? (laughs) There's some snakes. Did you go in the Sierras? Did you go in the pines, or did you go in the? No, I basically went by uh, Rose. Yeah, that's the yeah. So you were up in the mountains. Yeah. Not like crazy high, yeah. though. And and was there W involved? Was there what? Weed involved? Yes. Yeah, see? 
It's a different thing. Those guys can do that, dude. What there was? You you eat some shrooms or you smoke a joint or you something ate like ma- that. Marijuana to go up there? Eight? You smoke marijuana? I didn't know you smoked weed. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. What a loser. <laughs> Everybody does. It's legal. Yeah, I didn't know you smoked weed. It's not like I do it all the time. Oh, that's what he went up there to do is be a druggie. <laughs> I mean, so that's a different story, dude. Yeah, that's a I'm different story. You. He went up there and freaking talked to the trees. You get stoned, watch a campfire. <laughs> I, I've smoked plenty of weed. I, I'm not into it, but I could see going up into the mountains and lighting a, a fire and eating something and smoking weed and sitting there. But it still would be boring by yourself, I think. I thought it was awesome. You did? Wasn't it cold? Yeah, well, I run hot when I sleep, so I like it freezing cold when I sleep. But waking up at 4 a.m. to go piss, that was really cold for sure. Wait a minute. You smoke weed? Yes, I thought you knew this. How would I know this? That's the first thing I asked him when I met him in Idaho. (laughs) I like to know who I'm I'm talking to. Wow. I thought you knew at Hagerman. Well, these guys are artists, dude. You're going to stop doing that today. Jesus Christ. Artists? Yeah. Artists do heroin. <laughs> Not <laughs> Don't every day, they? I songwriters? <laughs> you ever watch Blood In, Blood Out? <laughs> uh-uh. What is it? That gangster movie? When the, the one brother's a painter, but he does tons of heroin to like do all his painting, and he's all strung out. you never seen that movie? It's a great movie. Old movie. It's like three hours long. It's about the gangs in East Los Angeles. It's good. Really, it's literally like one of the best. What's up with the beard? You told me you were going to shave it again two know, weeks I ago. I just can't get What, are you it. sentimental to it? I guess. You really smoke weed, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot. Do you really? I'm the, if, if it's a so weekend. Is not weed like, like, when I don't go home and make a cocktail and sit on the couch and drink it myself. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because people unwind with that. Everybody but I'm it. more of like meeting a dude at a bar or a girl at a bar and having a little drink and being like, what's up, bro? And, and socializing over beer. We've talked about this on this podcast before. To go up and like light a joint and get stoned, like, are you trying to get into a superficial state of talking to... Like, what do you, why would you get stoned by yourself? Like, what are the benefits of getting stoned by yourself? Isn't it more of like a drug to where, is it not a social drug, marijuana? I mean, Cause I, isn't it, like, it can make you more quiet and to yourself and get you deeper in your own thoughts and not talk to people. Like, when you get drunk, you're, most people get way more talkative. People get stoned, they kind of keep t- to themselves a little more. So you want to dive further into your own psyche, see what's going on. You do? I mean, I don't look at it that way. I just look at it from a fun standpoint, kind of. Just that like does drinking. not sound fun to me, though, to be in the well, forest by yourself. I don't know. It's it fun was, to me bring a camera out there. Oh, just. see? So if you're taking pictures, and did you make yourself a little meal? Did you have, like, a mountain house, something like that? Yeah, I made some food. Yeah. What did you have? I had an MRE. It was, like, some Ooh. beef pasta thing. Yeah. I think it would have been more fun if you had one of your buddies with you. It's definitely more fun. With Eli someone. didn't want to go? Eli doesn't have, like, backpacking stuff. I don't know if they're buddies either. I don't know if he could have handled that walk either too much. <laughs> Even he said it. He's like, I'm not doing that. I hiked, like, from that first and second day, I did, like, 11 or 12 what, miles. What trailhead did you start on? White's Creek? Yeah. We When we had that deer tag, we walked. you walk up that road, like, back to the west towards Lake Tahoe? Yeah. Yeah. That thing was steep. Yeah, that... That'll get your ticker pumping. 
Yeah, lots of mountain lions up there. Bears. <laughs> and bears. Yeah. And and deranged people. Yeah, and weirdos, dude. <laughs> Sleep you you you've been better off sleeping in that campground you parked in, dude. So Eli couldn't wasn't going to be able to participate in the hiking part. Eli doesn't do the drugs, does he? No. I don't know how is marijuana even considered a drug anymore. Not it anymore. Is. Yeah, I mean it is, but it's not. They're about to federally make it legal. Does your dad know that you smoke weed? They both know. They're not fans of it. How old are you? You're like 25, aren't you? Let me ask you this what? real quick, honestly. Get, okay. What are the benefits of it? Because you say you don't drink, um, but you literally will do 12 shots of Jack in a well, night with a like, chaser. But what are what are the benefits of drinking that way? And then what are the benefits of the marijuana? Like, are there any? Like, is it fun to uh, you to toss back shots like that? By yourself, because like this dude will walk up to a bar and just go, shot a jack. He doesn't toast anybody. He doesn't hit the table with it. He doesn't do it with anybody. It's by himself. That's how he drinks. Like, it'd be like you having a beer. He doesn't drink beer and he doesn't drink cocktails. He shoots. So, like, that's kind of odd to that's me. That's how you stay 135. I've never I've never <laughs> seen anybody drink like that. Neither have I. I've never seen anybody that just does shot. I mean, I, you know, you'll do a shot and a beer once in a while or whatever. But then, like... I just want to know the benefits out of your mouth, Jack, of the marijuana, of the marijuana drug. And I'm not saying that it's bad because I know benefits. great people that smoke weed, but I just want to know what the benefits of it are. I can't really, I can't think of much. Like, what's the benefits of drinking alcohol? Well, I don't know. I mean, you go to a state to where you're freaking ten feet tall and bulletproof. You right. are <laughs> putting cameras in people. See, you, I ain't, mean, like, you ain't there, talking to no girls if you don't have five shots no, of Jack Daniels. There's no Daniels, benefit of alcohol. There's really no benefit of just weed about except catching for, a buzz, right? Yeah. Ca- Is there a good mind. buzz off of weed? Is it a fun buzz? I'm fifty-fifty with weed. Sometimes I do it and it puts me right to sleep, and I hate it. I, but I also always overdo like I do with everything. <laughs> do you enjoy it, Jack? When you were up there smoking weed on that creek bed and that tent. I mean, yeah, it was fun. It makes it just it kind of made everything a little bit cooler. Would it have been better to have a Jack Daniels with you? Mm, you probably did that no, too. No, because then I would have wanted to hike down the hill and go to a bar. Because oh. I would have been wanting to be way more social. So now, the attributes or the, the benefits of alcohol are so – Makes you want to be social. Yeah, the weed makes you just chill out and want to talk to yourself. Yep, that's the Yeah, that's how it works for me. I know it works different for everyone else, but that's kind of how it works for me. I like, I don't want to go. I don't want to smoke a joint and then go out to a bar. You know? Yeah, see, and the only time I hard if I ever do it is when I'm already drunk, and then I for some reason do it. Go to bed. I I don't know if I've ever done it sober. Very rarely, if I ever have. Weed? Yeah. Really? But then it backfires on me. I've never done it. I know. Never in my life have I. I love the smell of it, though. Is that so weird? I, oh, man, no. The, the smell I always, is good. I've always said I would, I would, I could be a pothead. Like, I like the whole, like, you look at Willie Nelson, you know, guys like that. You watch Dazed and Confused, you, you know, the smell of it, just the mystique of it, all that stuff. I like all of it, but it does not agree with me. So I don't do it. You said we weren't going to talk about this. I know. I'm just kind of like wondering what the mystique of marijuana is because me growing up, I always thought it was like the lazy man's drug. Like, let's get stoned and let's rip something and then let's get a bag of Doritos and some Chips Ahoy and watch Dazed and Confused or watch Dude, You Stole My Car or uh, what's the (laughs) other one with 
Isn't it, dude, where's my car? Dude, where's my car? What's the one with Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson in it? High time? No. Uh, uh, no. Uh, oh, uh, God, I don't know my marijuana movies. But, yeah, that's a good one, too, with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle and Willie Nelson. What's Half it called? Baked? Half-Baked. Half-Baked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, whole, the whole mystique of marijuana to me in my whole life growing up was that that's what it was. It was kind of like that stoner, lay-on-a-couch, lazy kind of drug. Is it? Now you know. Now they have all this science behind it. The, the different strains. There's a strain. The 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 indica you know puts you to sleep, and the sativa brings you up. And then they got hybrids mixed of the two. I, like I said, I don't know enough about it to tell you. But yeah, I, I typically find that you know most people that do a lot of weed don't. Yeah, they're not as motivated. And and there's exceptions to every rule, man. There's you know look at all these people that own these dispensaries and stuff. You know they're I'm sure they're all potheads and they're all running multi-million dollar businesses all over the state and adhering to all these crazy i don't know if it's fair to say they're potheads i know a lot of them that aren't most you gotta somebody in the crew's got to be one or you would never start you know why someone's got to know how to do it why with the the, with the american know-how that how much money is in the drug game yeah but any entrepreneur would be like yeah i'll get in that yeah but you gotta you gotta have a pothead on there that's that's with you not as an entre- not as an investor. Oh, no, as an right? investor, no. But I like Maybe the ones the, the ones around here. All the <laughs> all the ones I can think of without naming name. The the they're one of the partners is is the pot guy, and they're like I said, they're successful. Mm. It is a different thing, though, man. Like, and like I can picture, you know, right when you say this guy goes camping by himself, he, he was up there smoking a joint because you'd be so bored otherwise. And it's not fun to drink by yourself really like that, you know? I mean, so what else are you doing? I don't know. I just have never really – I don't know if I could – camping on your own? Mm-hmm. But there is something to be said with that alone time and that darkness and that, you know, that – Sure. But the thing – the reason I was asking is, like, why don't you do it more? You love being in the mountains. You love the socializing part of it. I get it. But why don't you ever just go up for the pure majesty of it by yourself and – you ever just take a drive in your truck and get up in the back roads and go you know i I mean i get to do quite a bit of it with you know my friends and family so that itch gets scratched for me but i usually once a year i'll go chucker hunting by myself you know which you know you go for a hike by yourself chasing birds or with your dog or whatever you know i would never go duck hunting by myself i wouldn't go coyote hunting by myself you know i'm definitely not going deer hunting by myself but there's times I'm the that, same exact way. Like that's why I love duck hunting. Yeah, because it's such a socializing I feel like event. Solo duck hunt is the most satisfying feeling in the world. But why? Because you put in all the work yourself when you're hunting with other people. Some someone's always helping, doing something. But when you go by yourself and put in all the work yourself, and you're successful, I love that feeling. Like like I, I duck hunting. I, I I've never done it by myself, but like I think it'd be cool to not turkey hunt by yourself so to speak but you know if you're the one that goes and puts the the decoy out and you're the one that calls and and you kill him you know your buddy's holding the camera or whatever you know same with coyote hunting you know but not just by myself you know like and even if you did feel like that great like gratitude and rush of like accomplishment you have no one to share it with dude <laughs> you turn around and high five yourself yeah. <laughs> you know send your you dog out there that kind is better on your own than with your buddies. I, I wouldn't say better but i think everyone should do it 
definitely should at least try it. I think it's actually easier, right? You hide yourself and yeah, in that sense, it kind of it just depends on the physical work needed. Well, I mean, how much physical work are you doing well, for you, a duck hunt that you do? You aren't you just hunting over a dozen decoys for divers on the river in Chicago? I, I mean, know. for real, are you going to a public area? Yeah, you're walking in, right? Either or that or taking a boat. And that's yeah, so that's easy by yourself. Walking in and taking a boat. How long is it going to take you to open that bottle of tequila that you've been spinning around? Not. I'm curious. I want to know what it is. Hoarding it. I know. You're not even going to say what brand it is, or it's all wrapped up. He's he's. I don't even know what it is. Wrap it four or five times. I'm a Jack Daniels guy. I know, but maybe that's a new spirit from them. Well, no, I don't think that it's a gift. <laughs> I need to find out who it's from. So you're still not going to. You're open eyeballing it. it, aren't you? Well, I want to know what it is. For those of you that can't see, it was a well-wrapped bottle that came. Like it looks like the leg on uh, Christmas Story had fragile written all over it. Fragile. Lots of packaging. Still not open. He's unwrapped at least six feet of cardboard packaging. This is what we should have a podcast on. It's just unwrapping cool stuff over the microphone. We could do it. <laughs> a little ASMR. You get that bottle a little closer to the mic right now. The people realize what it's like to unveil. They, they made sure this deal was protected. Ooh. And then wrapped again in plastic. A black bottle. Does it have a wax? Uh, oh, look at the cork on that thing. Wow. <laughs> wow that's pretty badass I bet that wasn't cheap I have nice friends it's a nice gift it's not your birthday um but how do you know it wasn't from somebody that thinks I'm special I I do believe that geez that's a nice bottle right there is it yeah don't tell me. Oh That's God. not nice. I love the look of that bottle, though. Wow. That's one that just goes on the bar, huh? Where we let someone drink that. I think you'd have to drink it, right? It's tequila. So you'll open that and let anybody want enjoy it? No, me. They say tequila is really good for you. How so? Something about the... It's got to be the agave... And it has less carcinogens or something in it that, like, if you drink tequila soda, it's better for you than anything else. I personally couldn't do it, but. You couldn't drink tequila? I can take, like, a shot of it, or I can drink margaritas, but I couldn't drink tequila soda. Or I got to mask that flavor. I don't love the flavor of tequila. You don't? Or I rip it down quick. How do you like know the Jack. difference in tequilas? That one says Anejo, doesn't it? Which is like the gold. Anejo, yeah. Extra Anejo. Is that the good stuff? It just depends. Like a lot of people like the clear tequila. So that's, you can see at the bottom of that, it's like a brown. Yeah. That's the Anejo. Uh, like the silvers, you know, you're. Does you're, this one, does this company make clear? Yeah. yeah. I didn't look at a ton of their stuff, but I saw a clear one. Hmm. 
I don't know anything about it. I'm a Jack Daniels guy. I don't know. One of my friends didn't know that I was. Guess I better do a better job. Oh, so, maybe uh, maybe they have a clear anejo, or maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but that one was clear and still said it was an anejo. Not so as thresholds. good as the one you just got. So thresholds. Let's talk about thresholds with alcohol. <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> well, we can, but that's another thing is like, why don't you tap? I want to see you go 20 days, no alcohol. When I'm not uh, going to be around you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I barely drink anymore, to be honest with you. I, I really, I, when I say barely, if you were to, pro, if you were a doctor, you'd probably tell me I was a fool for saying that. But like, I didn't drink yesterday. I won't drink today. I won't Wednesday, Thursday, and then probably not Friday, but Saturday I probably will. What's Saturday? Uh, comedy, Chris Rock. Oh, yeah, I asked you to go to that concert with Are me. Are you going to that Chris concert? Rock. Yeah. It's downtown, right? Yeah, what are you going to see Chris Rock for, dude? I got me? invited by a friend of ours. I really didn't know he was a lib. I'm I'm a little hesitant to go, but, but then also kind of want to hear about that fake slap in the face by Will Smith, too. You think it's fake? 100%. Really? WWE slap I've ever seen. There's 40 cameras in that building, and there's only one one camera, that got camera it. and it's directly behind him, so you couldn't see the contact. And I'm telling you, you slap somebody in the face as hard as they portrayed that they he slapped him in the face, you would have heard it. Why? What, what did they get? What did Will Smith have to do with fake slapping somebody and then taking all this heat after it? Look at all the attention it brought to the Oscars, the failing Oscars. Nobody, if you look Nobody at the— Nobody will ever watch them again anyway. But they, it had, brought they, they only had 15 million viewership. It was there, but that the slap didn't happen yet. So maybe next year their thought was people will tune in to no see way. what's going to happen. No next. way. I think it, nobody I th watches the Oscars. I anymore. think it was a failed attempt. At, well, look at all the publicity. Okay, so what getting. about him losing all of his academy status? I don't think he cares. They you probably don't? paid him a ton. You're telling me that that little comment pissed him off so bad that that lady. Yeah, because his wife's out doing you know what with you know who or well, that's what I'm who saying. knows who. It, it, he, he, you know, she basically told him a, a kid that was like 19 railed her, and he didn't do anything but sit there on national television and cry. But he's going to get up at the Oscars and slap a guy for saying a dumb, like not even a funny, like off joke. They've I've heard way worse jokes that people didn't get slapped over. It was a terrible joke. It wasn't even funny. Wasn't GI even funny. Jane Part Two. Yeah, it was so. Oh, GI Jane's like twenty five years ago. Most people don't even know what that is. So you think the the f words and everything after was all staged? Hundred percent. I think one hundred percent that whole thing was fake. You look at Chris Chris Rock's body language when he walks up there. He's leaned forward. There, well, no, yeah, but I, the way that I say that is that if me and you are like, if I'm not expecting us to ever get in a fight. And you're walking up to me like Chris Rock and Will Smith. I'm sure have been buds before. Probably been at parties together. Probably yeah, know yeah. each other. So if me and you are in a in a bar or in a restaurant or at Sons of Nevada, let's say, and I say something that pisses you off, and I know it, and you come walking up to me, I'm never expecting my buddy to hit me. I'm leaning in because you're probably going to tell me what a mother effer I am and we're going to get it over it. We're going to resolve it. So I'm leaning in to hear you like, hey, what's up? Because you can't, you know that he's going to whisper because you're at the Oscars. You're probably thinking like, oh, this isn't a public thing. He's not going to want to talk into the microphone. What's up? Uh? And then he's leaning in to like hear him because his boy Will Smith is going to be like, hey, keep my wife's name out of your... And then instead of that, he gets smoked. The reason that I think it was real is that Chris Rock's reaction was like, Whoa, 
Will, you know, he didn't like lose his stuff. He didn't like run off the stage. He like kept his composure. And if it was a reenactment to like draw drama, he would have freaking been down on the ground. He would have been like lawsuit, you piece of shit. Um, I'm suing the Oscars for allowing this to happen. I'm running off the stage right now. This is going to be belligerent. Instead, mm-hmm. he handled it like a professional. Will Smith slapped the shit out of me. And then he went to Boston like a couple nights later, somewhere where he sold out on his first night of his tour, and he wouldn't even talk about it there. He's like, if you expect me to talk about this, I'm not. Yeah. Because you know what he's doing. He's probably getting all of his wits about him to sue that son of a bitch. Maybe. Because he might not press charges, but to be able to get hit like that in public and to be embarrassed like that in public, dude, there's millions and millions of dollars in that. Like, that's freaking... They got it, all the proofs in the pudding right there. So if there is no lawsuit, would you think that maybe it is fake? No. You have no doubt in your mind it's real, even with the no camera angles, no, no. the weird way that he You bring likes- up a good argument. You bring up a good point, but I don't think that in a million years, Will Smith, in a million years, Will Smith would agree to that. The guy is a multi, multi, multi. He's probably worth $150 million off of just the syndication of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He- now he's got that new series out called Fresh Prince or whatever. Bel-Air it's called, I think. And He's then, worth $350 million. Okay, $350 million. So you're going to tell me that somebody that's worth almost a half a billion dollars is going to go up there and look like an idiot and embarrass himself in front of everybody in the world? Well, 15 he, million people? He got a lot of people that got his back, too, though, man. Who? Tons of people came out in support of him. Should never, you know, always defend your wife like that. No, his son did, dude. People that come out and say you should defend your wife like that are idiots. I've I seen a lot of support for him. Oh, I've seen a, And I've seen a lot of Name people. Name one person that support him. Well, I just besides see it on the BLM, maybe there's no way somebody supported that shit. I think people did. The question is, is how does he get away with it? Because if it was somebody thing. else like us, we'd have freaking been smothered, dude. It would have been the worst thing to happen. You, that's the other thing. If there's a white not guy one security there, guard. If a white guy went up there and hit Chris Rock, it would have been freaking pandemonium for forever, dude. And how about no one went up? Period. Nobody he did. walks all the way up there, slaps him in the face, turn around, yeah, and calmly this, walks back. Security? Nobody even came into the yeah. picture to go, "Hey, what if he had a knife on him? He's going to go right. stabbing Chris Rock, right, and killing him." That's why I think it was fake. Or, or maybe, you know, I, I've said this to other people, and they said, "Well, Kanye West went up on stage with Taylor Swift, and nobody did anything." So maybe they just assume because they're rich and famous people that they can do whatever they want. I just don't see the upside. The, the upside, upside, you know, aside from the promotion, and, and Chris Rock looks like a pansy because he didn't. But all the shows are sell, selling out. They said his ticket sales have gone through the roof. Hundred percent. Now, if they're in cahoots on that, and Will Smith's getting a little cut of that, maybe. But Will Smith's worth three hundred fifty million. But he's also kind of retired, right? Here's what it is. Will Smith's batshit crazy. His wife is batshit crazy. He's drove himself to being insane, thinking about what's going on in his life. If that wasn't like the ultimate sign of insanity, I don't know what is. Like to do that, not be able to hold your freaking cool over that stupid of a joke just shows you that the frustration that's mounted in that man over yeah. his wife's reveals, over the, the cheating, over the swinging, over everything that they got going on. My opinion, he that was the wits in. When somebody like Chris Rock, who's known as a funny son bitch that's hosting the Oscars or whatever, comes out and does that, and, and puts you on the spot and makes you look little. And you already are mad at this woman and you're already like, I thought, I didn't even know they were still married. I thought they were separated for sure. For yeah. sure, I thought they were separated, at least going through a divorce. He's, all that pressure and, and anger mounted on him. And he went up there and tried to show his manhood. If it would have been Stone Cold Steve Austin that said it, 
he wouldn't have went up there and slapped Stone Cold Steve Austin because he got yeah. the shit beat out of him. But he did it with little old Chris Rock. I just want to know what the upside is that what is Will Smith going to gain for this? Because now they're talking about people that are investing in his movies are pulling out. The the studios that were going to do this other, what was the big superhero movie he was in, Jack? Avengers or whatever. No. What was the Will Smith movie that he was getting ready to do part two of? I heard that. Uh, I Am Legend. No, it's a, no. Oh, the one when he's like a drunk? No, uh, it's the new one. Oh. He was just in part one, and it's another, it's part two of it. We look up super or action movie that Will Smith was getting ready to do. I heard that they're pulling I, out of it. I, I just read uh, Will Smith's Oscar slap is derailing production of Bad Boys 4 and Fast and Loose. Derailing production of those two. And then there's another one, a big super uh, superhero movie or some kind of action movie. What, it what? Start, he, was, he was that one superhero that started with an H. Hancock? Hancock. No. Hmm. Maybe it was Hancock. I don't know. But Bad Boys 4, they're saying, is slowed down. Fast and loose? It's another one, I thought. Anyway, I've heard that like some of these studios are pulling out of him now because of, of being so temperamental. Have you seen the video of him celebrating his Oscar victory at the after party after? No. Oh, dude, it's unreal. He's literally got up in the air dancing like there's no no tomorrow. Just like, uh-oh, and he's getting the crowd into it like a, you know, like his rapper days. Really? Yeah. Like no problem at all. So anyway, breaking it down. I don't know what we broke down today. That was just breaking it down. Like, do we talk about Will Smith? Is this what he wants? Is this why he slapped poor little Chris Rock? Chris Rock. He had some funny-ass lines in In Living Color. How much for one rib? (laughs) Ah, I'll just lick the sauce off your fingers. Chris Rock is funny on stage. I'm not a huge fan of his acting. And Bigger and Blacker, Bigger, Blacker, Stronger, whatever the first one was, is some of the best stand-up comedy of all time. But then, of course, he got political. And I I don't even smile at a lot of his comedy now. His last couple stand-ups, I'm like, eh, I can go with that. Now I'm worried about going, by the way, since you told me that. I, would, I, I don't I would, like that. Would, I, I won't go see Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart don't make me laugh. I think he's. I got an unbelievable amount of respect for him for his work ethic. But Chris but, Rock used to make you laugh. That's yeah. what I hope I see as the old Chris Rock. I hope so. I hope you call me and that you laughed your ass off. I'm going to support a buddy in his band. Where are they playing at? I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere downtown. I don't in, know where it is. Indoor? Yeah. Probably at the old knitting factory, right? Probably. What's Who's that the place band? called now? What? Who are you seeing? Tim Montana. He's a badass. Are you allowed to drink on this juice cleanse? No. You're not, dude, I'm not allowed to even, I can't even take a vitamin, really. You're are you like, having bubbly water? Are you having flavored Reno water or just Vils? plain? Flavored. No sugar, though. It's right. all zero calorie. Yeah, yeah. So you can have a little bit of flavoring in your life. And the juices taste good? Yeah, they're fine. But, man, it's it's hard not to eat. You're on day three. Yeah, I got two more. Two more full days. I'm done. My first meal can be breakfast Friday morning. What will it be? Will you go the the gluttonous route and go with a nice big nope. breakfast? You're gonna go. You're gonna lean and mean oh, 100 clean. Not 100 percent clean, but I'll have I'll have some turkey bacon, some over medium or over easy eggs, no starch. But like yesterday, they got two nights ago. That what do we have? What'd y'all eat for dinner last night? Uh, oh, they went and got Chick Fil A last night. Yeah. The night before, they had pizza. They're young though. They I know, but what I'm shit. saying is, what I'm saying is that 
I, we could eat all that stuff, but it's hard to see all that stuff right in front of you. And I cooked them lunch and dinner a couple times. I cooked them. Were the cheeseburgers good yesterday, Jack? Those are really good. Cooked American almond beef cheeseburgers at the Duck Club yesterday. We went out there and did a, a bunch of work. They were killer. Whose house you stay at, Dave's? Yeah, we cooked at Dave's. We didn't stay out. We went out yesterday morning, came back. But, um, dude. You know how what it takes to cook those burgers right in front of your face and not take a bite? How's your energy level? It's not perfect. It's not good. Down a little bit? I'm going to see my trainer tomorrow. Are though. you sleeping good? Mm, kind of. A lot of stuff on my mind. Not food, though? No. Nope. What would be like a little What would be a little cheat that would be if I, if It would be hard Peanuts? for me 100% if you put together, if there was a plate right here in front of me of sashimi or nigiri, salmon, an octopus, I would have a hard time not freaking eating it. What if there was salami, prosciutto, all the cold cuts, cheese, you know, pepper, cheese, I wouldn't eat any olives. of it. I would say no to the salmon. I'm going to say no to that, but that'd be hard, too, because I love that stuff. Right. What is that called? It's chicockery board? Charcuterie? Charcuterie They call board. it the antipasta Italian. <laughs> the antipasta. Chicockery board. It's got chocolate and berries on it oh, and stuff. Oh, man. Can you? Oof. All right. Thank you for listening. This life ain't for everybody. Breaking it down series with Chad and Alex and our little cohort Jacko down there. We learned a lot about Jack. I'm going to have to call him into the human resources office here in the next couple hours. It's legal. Jack to the principal's office. Thank you all for listening. We're going out now. Let's think of a song we're talking about, Threshold. What's a good song to go out with today? I was going the other way. I thought you'd go out with a little Willie Nelson to celebrate Jack's coming out of the closet being a marijuana smoker. <laughs> the weed? weed with willie again or something like that all right this song is toby keith i'll never smoke weed with willie again y'all take care i'll never smoke weed willie again my party's all over before it begins you can pour me some more whiskey river my friend but i'll never smoke weed with willie again Hopped on his old bus, the honeysuckle road.